country Christmas song. I mean, the only country Christmas song I know of is Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. They have to have other songs. I saw Jesus on Christmas night. I, I thought you were going to say, I saw Jesus kissing. I saw Jesus Santa kissing Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the 12 Days of Flixmas uh, podcast devoted solely to watching some of the most interesting Christmas films available on Netflix. I'm Nicholas William Pettigrew, and this is my lovely wife, Micaela Pettigrew, who is not talking for the moment. Um, hello. Hello. I'm here. Okay. I was trying to save you your voice a little bit if you wanted. You're good. Yeah. So, as I stated previously... We're watching Netflix movies. We're on day five right now. Ooh. Yeah. Almost halfway through this pursuit. Um, we came off of a good week last week, or a good day yesterday. Yeah, we're doing this every day. That's right, we're doing it every day. Um, today's was not as good, but pretty solid. We watched A Country Christmas on no. Netflix. What? A very country Christmas. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. I forgot about the the very. Because you know what? If it was just a country Christmas, there's nothing special not about that. Not enough. No, no, not enough. We need a very country Christmas. This is like uh, Brooks and Dunn. I don't know. I was going to try to make some country reference, but I don't know country. No, and um, I got to say it was much better than we thought. Yeah. Once again, um, starting off right up top on the bingo board. Based on a Harlequin novel. Mm-hmm. It was a Country Cinderella, I think was the name of Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> and so let's uh let's go to the IMDB to get a summary of the movie. Hold on one second. And pulling the IMDB up to me. And here we go. Here is the summary. Jeanette Williams is a busy single parent trying to make the best life for her and her daughter. With no time to follow current celebrity gossip, Jeanette is unaware of when a country superstar returns to their small town to escape the intrusive paparazzi and the chaos of fame. A chance meeting between the two have them both letting their guards down and in opening up their hearts to the possibility of romance. Mm. That's beautiful. Uh, so bingo already for Harlequin, and then second bingo immediately, because what is he doing? Oh, he's playing Silent Night. Yeah, he is. He's playing Silent Night alone. His name is Zane, by the way. Sugaring Jake. Such a great country music star name, like Zane. Are there any Zanes in country music? This is the thing. I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe there are a lot of Zanes. Is Billy Zane a country star? Not anymore. Not anymore. He used to be. Did he die? Um, no, 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 no. He just he quit his country music career. Oh. <clears throat> uh, you know he has a sister that was in movies? Billy Zane? His yeah. sister was in uh, Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare. She was uh, Freddy Krueger's daughter. Now, was that The Final Nightmare? Or were there other no. movies? No, there were, there were later... 
future nightmares. I hate that. Yeah, and the way of it. All right, so um, Zane, wait, what happened here? Oh, sorry, it's just my charger for my computer. Hold on one second. He was confused. Zane is starting off. We're opening on a huge Christmas. No, no, I'm sorry, not Christmas. A huge country performance. Sold out stadium. But where is Zane? He's not on stage. Mm -hmm. His manager, who we'll also learn is his brother, Billy. Oh, spoiler. Why is that a spoiler? Why do they hide that? They hide that for most of the movie. Yeah. This is the other... You know what? I'm going to say that this almost should be a bingo. Secret that has no reason being a secret. Billy is a secret. Oh, yeah. And he also, he's definitely... Zane is trying to hide who he is for most... Another... There's a person hiding their identity, just like Christmas Inheritance. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God, you guys. We have too many bingos in this one. Okay, so Zane, not... Not on stage. He's in his dressing room, which has been completely adorned in Christmas stuff. You're you're misleading by the fact that it's a tiny, tiny dressing room. Yes. With a full-size Christmas tree. And it's got a wreath around his name on the outside of the door for some reason. Only one wreath, though. Here's the the thing that bothered me about this, is that this was all in the writer. It had to have been, right? Like, Zane had to yeah. been like, I'm a big Christmas smash. I need, like, a tree. I need some other stuff. I need all those things. This is not his voice, by the way. It's just no, the voice that not. I've given him for this. Um, but, yeah, he's singing Silent Night to himself. He wraps up Silent Night and then decides to GTFO. Like, he just bounces on this arena full of people. Yeah. Doesn't perform. The concert, yes. Mm-hmm. And they show that by him leaving um, some warehouse somewhere that's supposed to be the Arena Stadium. Yeah, so weird. Uh, walking through uh, poorly CG'd snow. Um, just making his way out. Exiting. And where does he go? To the small town? Yeah, I was like, what is the name of the town? <laughs> I don't know. Do you ever find out? I don't know if we know the town's name in this. But it's once again. Oh! Man, talk about bingo. We're knocking them off. Small town. Small town that never has a name. Yeah. <clears throat> so he's taken off in his rich sports car, which is a... What is that car? It's... Okay, you know what? This is one of the few things that IMDB does have information on. Hold on one second. The car? Yeah. Not any of the songs, but on the car. Mm. The car driven by Zane Gunther is a 1969 to 1966 Volkswagen TL 1600 Type 3 Fastback. Did you just do time backwards? I did. I did do the time backwards. 1966 to 1969 Volkswagen TL 1600 Type 3 Fastback, baby. In blue. Which is all to say that it's like a very small little blue kind of sporty car but not like the car that maybe a a multi-billionaire not a billionaire but a multi-millionaire recording artist he's he's not a millionaire he's selling out stadiums man that's a millionaire Uh, maybe he's supposed to be a millionaire i think 
I think he's got to be. He's, then it questions why he doesn't uh, like fund that sent that camp. Why? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's jump ahead a little bit here. So yeah, he's going back to the small town that he and his brother grew up in, which is weird because nobody really recognizes him throughout the course of this movie. No, they didn't grow up there. Yeah, they did. I thought they didn't grow up there. They just used to, they, they lived there for a period of time. Well, I mean, they had to have because... Oh, I guess they did. Must have grew, grown up Yeah, there. they know people in the town and in the community and stuff. But then somehow seemingly no one knows what Zane looks like. Except for Jolene. Yeah. That's another thing about this movie is that this man is selling out stadiums, but literally gets pulled over by a sheriff who is his biggest fan and doesn't recognize him Mm-mm. at all. It's not until he pulls out his ID that she's like, oh my God, you're Zane Gunther. Oh, oh. It, well, I don't know if it's just like if you live in a small town, you seem you'll never see like an actual celebrity. Or they're just simple people. Well, that woman was a terrible sheriff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she was the worst. So inappropriate. So bad at her job. But also, like, that's what made the character fun, I would say, is that she is a, a very bad sheriff. Ooh, there's a movie pitch for you. Bad sheriff. Um, uh, so you the mom? What? Oh, yes, 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 yes. We meet Jeanette. So... Zane is bouncing out on his show. He's going, doing his own thing. He gets pulled over by the sheriff. Sheriff lets him off with a warning, although she does take a very inappropriate selfie with him while she is in full uniform. Well, she kisses him. Yeah, she kisses him on the cheek. Um, and she Does makes, not ask. She makes a point of telling him, don't worry, this is just a picture for me. Yeah, this is a Harlequin romance novel. There's a full chapter dedicated to just her in that picture alone in a bubble bath. Um, But yeah. Those aren't bubbles. Um, (laughs) So we meet this mom. Jeanette. Jeanette. Not not his mom. Not his mom. But the the love interest. Yes. Who has her daughter, brings her daughter to work. Young single mother. Once again, bingo, there's a dead dad. All, yeah, multiple dead parents. So Zane's dead dad parents. died. Uh, Jeanette's former husband passed away. She's just a single mother trying to do it all. She's an interior designer. Uh, she's setting up Zane's house for sale. So she's decorating it, getting it all ready. For the showing. Yeah, for showings. Um, but then she's got her daughter with her, which is very unprofessional. To bring your, your daughter to work. Well, I guess there's literally a thing called bring your child to work day, isn't there? <laughs> it's only one day a year. Yeah. Well, let's assume that that's what that day is, is that it was bring your child to work day. She breaks a vase. Well, really, they say vase, but it's a potted, I mean, it's just a pot. Well, also, it was a potted plant. Also, like, the daughter doesn't seem to be at the age where she just accidentally break a vase. Yeah, and she's also a little older than that, right? She's like yeah. eight. And also, we definitely pick up that Jeanette is kind of a martyr because she immediately says, "Like, 
Her daughter breaks the vase and then she goes, it was my fault for putting it there. Like, no. (laughs) You're done. Yeah. So they have to go get a new vase because. Hold on. We've overlooked the worst part of this whole thing is Jeanette, single mother, is Mm -hmm. wearing a shirt with 50 buttons in the back. Oh, that's right. Yeah. She's got like a very elaborate shirt on. But you pointed out something that's very true. There's no one there to who's, button that up. Who's putting that shirt on? No. Yeah. Unless she's doing like something where she's buttoning it up in the front and then she spins it around and puts her arms through maybe. Or her daughter's putting it on for her. Which yeah. is sad. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways. So they decide to go to her mom's. Okay. So here's the thing that's already bothering me a little bit about the movie is that Jeanette is poor she's struggling to make ends meet all this stuff her mom owns an art gallery in town she also lives with her mom she lives with her mom she is an interior designer no no she's she's going to school to become an interior designer but she's already working as one she's she's training as one she's a side job to learn Mm. how to do it Mm. okay um but yeah I wouldn't think that she would be hurting for money to the extent that she is in this. Where it's like she doesn't buy her daughter Christmas presents because she wants to buy her mittens instead. Well, she doesn't buy her video game console. Well, yeah, that's the thing, though. Is that, yeah, she, but she buys her mittens for Christmas. Which, look, we're almost a Christmas shoes level with mittens for Christmas. Do you want to explain the Christmas shoes? No, I do not. If you don't know what Christmas shoes is, look it up. Um, uh, so then we meet bingo card, shirtless Zane. Oh, that's right. So, yeah, Jeanette goes, gets a new vase from her art mom. She's got who just happens to have a cheap vase in the basement of their art gallery, takes it back to the house. She's setting it up by herself. And then who walks in but shirtless Zane, who is Says he just got out of the shower, but he's Mm -hmm. got, like, his jeans on and all this stuff. Like, usually when I get out of the shower, especially if I think I'm in a house by myself, which he did, I'm no towel, no nothing, just D&B flip-flopping everywhere. No, you're not. Yeah, if I think I'm alone in the house. You wear your shoes around the house. Yeah, I wear my shoes, but that's because I have poor arch support. But you you would see me walking around my shoes completely naked. (laughs) But he he jokes with her about the vase, that he loves that vase, that it was an heirloom from his mother. Um, So you learn that he's, like, playful. But she gets all nervous and freaks out. And flustered because he's got, like, a 28-pack. 20-pack. Yeah. He's got... Uh, an elaborate set of abs, I guess I would say. Uh, and then he kind of says something like, you don't have to leave. Which was weird. Weird. Because she was like, I'm going to get out of here because obviously you're the owner of the house and this is weird and, and I should go. And he's like, oh, you don't you don't have to leave. You could hang out. I'm going to order some pizza. I get yeah. you want. You want. <laughs> what are they going to do? Zane is lonely. So lonely. It's, it's lonely at the top. Um. So, yeah. She bounces out, and then what happens? We go to the restaurant. Ah, yes, we go to no, no, no the 
cafe and bakery where she works. Yes. Yeah, she works there two days a week, just trying to support her her daughter, buying her the best mittens that money could buy. Oh no, no, no. We skipped. Sorry. We were meet we're going to the restaurant, I think, to meet Billy. When he gets that burger. Oh no, no, no. Billy did, okay, so let's Billy is Okay, this is the point of the movie Zane's, that we're we're meeting an insane amount of oh, characters. Yeah. Insane amount of characters, very little setup or understanding of who or what's going on. So yeah, Zane, uh his brother Billy has become his manager, which is actually sweet. Yeah. But also there's a little bit of nepotism there, which once again, we're seeing it with Christmas inheritance, we're seeing it here. There's nepotism in the workplace. Uh, yeah, honey. I don't like it. Why? I don't know. Get a job based on your merit, not just because you're, you know. Well, I'm sorry. What does your what does your dad do? My dad. My dad makes caskets for a living. With who? Pettigrew and Sons Casket Company. Uh-huh. But that is not a position of nepotism. I know. What did what did his dad do? What? What did his dad do? He also made caskets at the same place. Yeah. What did his dad do? He's founded the company that oh, makes is that caskets. No. Does your grandma work there? No. Does your aunt work there? Because Does they your... don't. Because none of those people get any kind of benefit from knowing from being family. Yes, they do. No, it is an insanely strict work environment. But it is nepotism. I suppose a little bit in a way, but. Also, it's a soul-crushing job that it's still nobody nepotism. would want. Yeah, I guess. Um, so, yes. Billy gets a call from... Also, if you know anyone who's died and you need a casket, Pettigrew and Sons. If you own a private mortuary and you need oh, yes. a casket, you can't get we don't sell directly to the public. Come on. We're too good for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yes. Billy gets a call from... His boss, who is, um, just just boss bitch, like you, just you want you just want like traditional. If a woman was a bitch, what she would look like? I don't understand. Like, I'm not sure. I guess she manages the managers, kind of like a who watches the watchman situation, like a CEO or I guess yeah. But she's like, where's Zane? If we don't have Zane, we don't have a thing. Billy, you gotta find Zane or you're fired. And Zane had just gotten a burger. He had taken one bite out of this burger. He still had a, a, a string of lettuce in his mouth. And then he has to, like, throw it away. He's so distraught. I didn't understand this part. I didn't either. Because we, we don't throw away food. We don't ever get so upset we throw away food. Also, if I started eating a burger and my phone rang, I wouldn't answer the phone. That's true. But I feel like I am the opposite. Where if I'm about to eat a burger... And then someone gives me some like bad news or says you're going to be fired. I'm going back into the burger place and I'm getting two more burgers and maybe a shake. Like exactly. I'm, <laughs> I'm adding to this order, not taking away. Also, let's not forget that this <clears throat> manager had the most beautiful giant deer photo behind her. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I don't understand these set designers sometimes. Like they're just, they're doing their level best, I guess. That's a $3 million size deer photo. <laughs> The diamond encrusted deer photo. Yeah. And again, Christmas movie. Everybody's into Christmas. That's right. Everybody's into Christmas. Zane, big Christmas guy. Billy, not so much. But Billy, you find out, has had a really tortured life, I guess. 
Because at one point, he goes to a restaurant looking for his brother because his brother has fallen off the map, doesn't tell him where he is either, which is kind of dirty. So Billy goes back to their hometown and asks around and asks some guy who knew him when he was a kid. And the guy's like, hey, do the Billy Goat thing. And he's like, I don't I don't do that anymore. He's like, do the Billy Goat thing. I don't, I don't do that too, anymore. It was really traumatizing for me. Like, yeah, I don't. Did you say you went to therapy? Yeah, for I that? went to therapy for that. He's like, just do the Billy Goat thing. What is the Billy Goat thing? I'm guessing he meets, makes the noise of a goat. I think at this point, like, based on how much trauma it caused him, I think it's more like he stuffs his balls between his legs and, like, no. turns around or no. something. <laughs> is it a thing guys do? Um, Some guys. What's wrong with you guys? Oh, a lot. You guys. Um, and then we go to uh, back to Jeanette's house. Oh, that's right. Well, she lives with her mom. She's getting the kid ready for the morning. I mean, Mm-mm. the daughter's asleep. Oh, by right, a bowl right. of ornaments. Right, that's right. The daughter's passed out by a, a uncooked a, grilled cheese. A loose bowl of ornaments, which I mean, th- th- that's money right there, right? To be so, to have so much space in your house. This is another thing. We've harped on this a couple times now. We have house jealousy. Yeah. To have such a beautiful, large house that you can just have a bowl of ornaments sitting on a coffee table because you have that much room. Yeah, I don't know where we would put it. Yeah, we we have no space in this house to put a bowl of ornaments. It would be in the on the floor. <clears throat> yeah. It would either be on the floor or on top of some fruit, maybe, I'm guessing at this point. Or on a stack of mail. Yes. Um, now look, we find out Jeanette is going to school for interior design. Mm-hmm. And she- Nick made a comment about her age well, and going to school. I well, I mean, you know, in hindsight, it was a it was a poor reference. It was a poor statement to make. Given, to his wife that is going back to school. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And is also burning the candle at both ends, working uh-huh. a full day job, and then at night opening up her hot air balloon brand computer to... Do you remember that? Oh, she yes. Fl- she was so, never Mac. She was a hot air balloon. My favorite thing about... I don't know why. I guess you can't show the Mac logo. They might have to pay for it. I don't know how that works. It's free advertising for Mac. But yeah. So there's always like a sticker or something covering up the Mac logo. In this case, it was a hot air balloon sticker. <clears throat> yeah, not anything that shows her like personality. Mm-mm. Unless she likes to get high. Get it? Because it's like a hot air balloon. They go up high in the air. Okay. Uh, next morning, you find out that her her job staging is canceled. Oh, that's right. The staging job got canceled because the owner of the house, Zane, decided to cancel the listing. He's going to live there, so he's not giving up the house. She gets mad because she assumes that she got fired because of their interaction the day before. And the vase. And the vase. So she's like, there's a shot of her driving around town like a psychopath. Yeah, going where we don't know. Because the job is over. That's where she was going. So now she's just driving around crazy. And she happens to spot Zane's car. And so he... And so she pulls over. But before that, we see what's going on inside. That's right. Zane has stopped to visit 
more. No, we meet the yeah, we meet the flighty young woman who's not good at her job. I thought that she was going to be a bigger part of the movie, and no, she's just not. More characters. It's just it's one girl who's a bad at construction and then jolene jolene who's putting on the christmas show i mean another bingo christmas show christmas show yeah we later find out jolene is played by a country star deanna carter who as soon as i heard her sing i realized who she was because she had a song i used to love when i was like 15. strawberry wine Mm-hmm. 17. So also, another bingo, a little bit there. We got a B-list celebrity in, in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, Jolene is organizing the Christmas show, pageant. I don't know what it is. They don't know what it is. It's supposed to be in like a, a huge theater, but really it looks like it's in a, a small space for about 20 to 20. It looks like where we've done a lot of improv shows. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> to 30 to 40 people yeah um but she's talking to zane oh, that's right zane shows up she starts talking to zane and then she says we had to close down the music camp and zane goes no oh, that's hard i know i heard about that <laughs> yeah. he's a millionaire didn't you think that would come back around i thought he would definitely fund the music camp now, we do find out later after this that this is the first of three movies. That's right. So, possible that this does come back. That's true. There's a Christmas wedding and a Christmas something or other. Homecoming? Homecoming, that's right. So, possible in Homecoming. It is possible, yeah. Uh, and then you find out that he left because his insurance company... Makes oh, him that's lip right. sync. The insurance company makes him lip sync because his his, his voice is so valuable that he can't go burning it during concerts. So he's got to lip sync all of his songs all the time. And he's like, that's not what I signed up for. I signed up to sing country music. And that's not what I'm doing. And so he left. He bounced out. I don't know that ever happening well i mean you know ashley simpson lip sank famously on snl because of her insurance well i mean you know the insurance was maybe like let's pad this you should probably lip sync i maybe um but yeah so then this is when jeanette sees his car yeah jeanette sees his car pulls over reads him the goddamn riot act for firing her or she assumes firing him which technically he did. Yeah. And him jo- putting the, the house back on the market. Yeah. Did precipitate her losing her job. Um, so Jolene is loving this, by the way. She's loving seeing Jeanette get all fiery. A lot of J names, a lot of Lady J's. Um and she sees a little bit of chemistry already between Jeanette and Zane. So she's already playing matchmaker, fiddling or diddling, um, trying to get them in more situations with each other. Um, so she offers to give Jeanette a job working, helping out with the 
Christmas show. Christmas concert. Yeah, because she needs all the help she can get with that lady that can't put stuff together. I, anyways, yeah. Um, and and then uh, Zane asks if Jeanette wants to go have, on a date. No, he doesn't say a date. He says dinner, and she goes a date. Oh, that's right. And he's like, yeah, I guess. And she's like, I don't do dates. I don't have time for dates. I'm too busy. I guess we did see her in the diner earlier because you meet that Tom guy. Yeah. Well, that's another thing that these movies do is they, they will hammer a point maybe six or seven different times. So earlier on, she gets offered a date by some guy named Tom. And she says, I don't date. It's just not going to happen. So they hit it again. that She doesn't date. Not going to happen. But guess who's there the next day, you know, helping put together the Christmas show along with Jeanette and Jolene? It's Zane. Okay, before we get there, I want to talk about this outfit that he's wearing. Why are all country singers required to wear those jean jackets with the white fur lining? Is he wearing a jean jacket? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, because without that jacket, he's in his Louis C.K. cosplay. Black shirt, um, jeans. <laughs> didn't we find out he was like, in Riverdale or something? Oh, Zane is, yes. The The actor's name is Grayston Holt. Grayston. G-R-E-Y. How old is he? S-T-O-N. Um, I'm guessing he's our age. Oh, that's right. Grayston was born September 30th, 1985. Oh, yeah, that's right. So he is three months younger than me and... <laughs> uh, yeah, so we, we meet... Uh, Dane's going to take her out on a non-date. And he is in those sunglasses and a hat to look not obvious. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he's super inconspicuous. And which which makes him more cons- well. Here's the thing: he doesn't even need that stuff because, as we've previously mentioned, nobody, nobody recognizes yeah. it. I guess only people only have radios and not TVs in this town. Yeah. Um. So Jeanette finally realizes who this guy is. Yes. Yeah. Is it this time or is it? Yeah, it's around yes. that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's asking her like. You don't know any of my songs? Uh, 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 uh. We didn't write down any of the names. We should have because they were real fun country names. Uh, my truck is my wife. and <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Classic country song name. Yeah. And she doesn't know any of them. She's like, I'm sorry. I don't listen to popular music. What did she say she listens to? I don't know. Slower, softer things. She did make a point of saying... Her favorite song was a song that Jolene had given her on CD. When her daughter was up for three days straight. Teething. Three days days straight. I don't know how. I don't know how. I mean, that's got it. We were lucky in that our son teething was not that big of an issue. It was a little bit, but not like. He wasn't freaking out, no. crying, staying up nights. Um, so Jolene gave Jeanette a song 
which I have to assume was like burned on a cheap CD or something. Because it wasn't an, a released song. It turns out it was one of Zane's early songs that he had recorded in a barn. With Jolene. With Jolene. Uh, but he is taking uh, Jeanette and Quinn, the daughter, to go see a movie. Oh, yes, yes. Because this sets up earlier. So they're getting... Jeanette is preparing stuff for the Christmas pageant. Her daughter shows up because you mom keep can't... calling it a different names. It's a Christmas concert. Well, the Christmas whatever it is. Um, her daughter shows up because mom can't keep watching her anymore today. <clears throat> so Zane agrees to take the daughter out to the park. And we get like this cute montage of her asking 50 questions of Zane. Like, what's up? Why isn't he married? All this stuff. And you also get the sense that she has much better chemistry with Zane than, yes. than Jeanette does. Yes. The daughter gets along way better. Yes. They they look like they would make a really good father-daughter. Yeah. Father-daughter duo. Not so much the mom mm -hmm. in any way. Um, so then he uses the daughter as leverage sure to get a non-date date with Jeanette. Like, oh, I want to take... I want to take you guys to dinner. Or... He doesn't take him to dinner, though. Yeah, he just don't. He rents out a theater. Can I just say, though, that is like a skinny person thing in movies. They never do actually eat. That's true. Yeah. Even when they go out in a meal, they have uh, breadsticks and large glasses of wine. Chef's kiss. <laughs> um, so, yeah. He rents out a whole goddamn theater. And this is also where... We get the knowledge that Santa doesn't really come around and visit Quinn. Quinn, uh, best she got was mittens for Christmas last year instead of the video game console that she's she didn't video yeah game console. she just said I wanted a video game console but Santa didn't bring it and Zane tries to cover by saying well you know those elves probably aren't very good with electronics. They see the movie, and then after the movie... Well, they do the thing that I always hate when people go to see movies, which is that they give you so many different reactions to what's on the screen that you have no idea what kind of movie they watched. <laughs> you're Yes, you're completely right. They're laughing, they're scared, they're happy, they're sad. Like, they run the gamut of emotions in this movie. It's also definitely appropriate for Quinn to be there, so it's... Like well, the Polar Express? Well, here's the thing that they do, which is kind of fun, is that Quinn acts as a, a, a cock-blocking buffer between Zane and Jeanette. She sits in the middle of them. Yes. <laughs> Just to make sure that we all know it's not a date. It's not a date. It's very platonic. Um, And then after the movie, he set it up somehow in this tiny town's movie theater to be a video game yeah i mean you can run a projector to an xbox which is what they do he's got an xbox one i'm guessing that he's set up for the in the theater and he says that guess what this is yours quinn this is your video game system yours to have after we're done here tonight which jeanette gets very upset about understandably because mm -hmm. it's kind of weird to have this guy that she just met buy a $400 game console for 
her daughter. Yes. So she- it sounds almost like something ha- like like if something like that happened, where all of a sudden this guy who took your daughter out for an afternoon buys her a four hundred dollar console. Be I'm just saying. Like, no, he's just he's just trying to like. Sh- <clears throat> well, basically, it's what. So she takes him out of the theater and says, "Like, what are you trying to do? Like, mm-hmm. why are you buying expensive things? Like, basically, like trying to protect her daughter from being hurt by this guy that's like flashing money around and mm-hmm. and he just basically says, like, you know, I I had to buy out the theater because. I can't be seen. That's right. Can't be seen in public. And I know what it's like uh, being so poor that your mom spends so much time and energy just to buy you mittens for Christmas. And I wanted to be able to give your daughter something because she's a great kid. And so Jeanette's like, oh, that's... Then, okay. Immediately over it. Yeah. Just used all of the drama, which was kind of nice, actually. They didn't, like, stretch out that Mm-mm. situation. Mm-hmm. And so we go back to, uh, what is, do you find out her name later? The boss lady. Oh, that's right. Mary. Mary, Billy's boss. Um, She's still upset. She's still trying to get a hold of, of Zane. Now she's getting a weird massage. Mm-hmm. In a place, it's not like it's not. Um, it's like a it's like a, a pedicure chair. Yeah, it's a pedicure chair. She's getting her hand massaged, but only her hand throughout the whole course of the conversation. This woman is only working on knuckles and digits. Um, I don't know what kind of massage it is, but it doesn't seem very fun. We couldn't tell if she has a very, very large phone or just a very, very small head. I think it's small head, large phone. I think it's mm-hmm. a combination of both. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, she threatens Billy again. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Tom sees them on their non-date. Oh, that's right. Tom sees them all get into Billy's, or I'm sorry, get into Zane's uh, tiny blue car. The whole family looks very uncomfortable. Three people in that car looks uncomfortably small. Um, and so you get like the Tom starting to figure out that something's going on, and that that might lead to something somewhere at some point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we um, at the diner, the sheriff is telling people that she's Zane's girlfriend. Oh, that's right. And she's showing off the photo as evidence that she is Zane's um, backdoor lover, which is insane. It's in Zane. Oh, no. There's no way to support <laughs> that. Um, And then Tom, at this point, also sees the photo of the sheriff with Zane. And so he's like, what's going on here? This guy's dating everyone. That's right. Can't I get laid? Because Tom is like your your Red typical headed. like quote unquote <laughs> nice guy. You know yes. what I mean? Um. So he's just he's just trying to to get some, but it's not working out. 
Um, so we see Jeanette's going to try to thank Zane by helping him decorate his house. Oh, that's right. She's going to help him decorate his house for Christmas. Um, and that involves... Wait, what was that? What song were you just trying to Christmas. sing? Christmas. What, what song is that? It's just Christmas. What song, though? It's the tune to a Sega. Oh, <laughs> like, when you power up a Sega okay. Genesis. I was like, what? What? Um, uh, musicless note is that? Yeah, so they go back to the art uh, gallery where she steals more stuff from her mom. In the basement. But she already lives probably rent-free. Yeah. Oh, no. She definitely lives rent-free. And she's taking stuff left, right, and center from the art gallery. When that mom could be spending it with Sweet Charlie. Oh, that's right. We never even talked about Sweet Charlie. <laughs> Sweet Charlie is a man who is a patron of the art gallery who clearly is just patronizing the art gallery because he is looking to try and score with the mom. This is a, a town full of people of men that just don't know how to ask women like nope. be direct with them. He's like, I'm just here for no, the art. No, that's not true. Because Tom tries right. to ask her out on dates. That's right. Very directly, and he gets shot says, down. Yeah, she says no. Uh, so then they're decorating for Christmas. They do some finger touch fucking. Oh, that's right. Fingers graze each other when they're picking up boxes. And they're like... You you can tell that there is a, a, a sexual chemistry that is just waiting to be ignited. And now we get to the craziest part of this entire movie. When they cut down the Christmas tree? Yes. So they go to a, a field somewhere and Zane's like... We can't go cutting down a Christmas tree. That's illegal. And she's like, Zane, this is your property. And he goes, huh? What? Yeah. Wh <laughs> which is like, first of all, what? Did she take him blindfolded around town or something so that he wouldn't know well, where he was? How does he have? I guess enough that he doesn't realize. Did, was she, did she have to do uh, like dressing up, spiffing up this part of the land too? Did, is that part of selling a house? Where she had to, no. like, mow the lawns and no. shit. Or <laughs> she didn't have to do, like, zoning or anything. I don't know how she knows that. Yeah. But how big are those trees, Nick? Oh, they're easily, like, 20, 30-foot no, trees. 30 no, 30 to 40. I mean, 30 to 40 is a little high. But definitely 20, 30-foot trees. Huge, Huge. Massive. We're talking uh, Christmas vacation Christmas size. Christmas vacation size trees. Yeah. Okay. So and then when they cut it down and bring it into the house, they don't even show you them no, cutting no, no, it down. No, 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 no. We no, don't no, have no, time no. for that, and we also don't have tools or any kind of they, actual. Yeah, they don't even yeah. get out of the car no. to show you them next to a tree. Mm -hmm. They just stop in front of a field of full-grown, massive, massive trees. Trees. And then it cuts to them in the house decorating it. It's a seven-foot tree. Amount of fucking hassle that had because also. I didn't even put this together until now. They were in Jeanette's car, which is like a tiny, tiny little car. red box of a car. It's like a smart car size car. How the fuck did they get that tree into the house? What tools did she have? Exactly. 
These are all questions that are not answered. But how t- the tree is also barely taller than him. It's maybe a seven yeah. foot. Hey, yeah, it's maybe a seven foot tree. So what do they cut down a like tree that had been growing for a hundred years just to take the top seven feet? I think I think that's Were what happened. Uh, was there not a Christmas tree farm? Well, look, here's the thing about Christmas tree farms. There's no magic in a Christmas tree farm. And also, Zane can't go to a Christmas tree farm because he'll get spotted. No, he won't. That's true. She does give him the convenient disguise of sunglasses and a baseball cap. Yes. But also, unless he starts singing, no one will recognize him. That's true. Because nobody knows what he looks like. So they decorate the house. Um, and they're getting friendly, almost to the point of kissing. Is it him that says the line, happiness is not just about how many intersections there are? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's describing why he doesn't like big city living. Which, I'm like, who, who thought that? And he says that, yeah, it's not about the number of intersections in town, which... Sure. It's not about that. It's about like the fact that in a big city, you can do more than just have one theater to go to. Again, we we talked about last time. It's also that you can find dinner after 6 p.m. Yeah. There's only one cafe, it looks like, where everyone goes because Tom is constantly there where Jeanette works. But not just for Jeanette. Just to have lunch. No, I think it's just for Jeanette. Eh, maybe. Uh, then we see Mary again, and he's. she tells Billy that she's going to send him a gift basket when she fires him. Really? Yeah, that's... Is that the joke? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Billy, hot on his brother's trail, goes to Jolene to ask if she's seen Zane. And she lies and says, no, I haven't seen him. I don't know where he is. And then Billy says, hey, I thought we were friends, too. No. Nope. Billy has no friends. Billy has no friends. Ugh, so uh, sad. Then we go back to Jeanette and uh, Zane. Who Who's watching her daughter? Her mother still? Yes. Or Jolene. Maybe Jolene or the mother. No, It's gotten Someone. late. No, yeah. They've been hanging out all day. Giant bingo card. Giant glasses of wine. Oh, that's right. They're they're pounding massive glasses of white wine this time. And now he's going to teach her how to play guitar. Although Evil Mary, we do see her with a giant glass of red wine. Or she just has a small face. That's right. Or it's just a small small face, small hands. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Zane's going to teach Jeanette how to play the guitar, which is obviously a move that he's used on countless women oh, before. That's why boys learn how to play guitar. Because he teaches her one chord, the G chord. Yes. Teaches her how to find... The G spot. That's right. Strums one chord and then they... They kiss. They do. They kiss. I do like that they actually kiss. Yeah. They don't do that like, oh, the timer went off. Oh, that's right. I mean, they, they had a couple of those. But yeah, then they do actually kiss. We're still not sure if this was filmed in Canada or not. Oh, it was. The I saw the only other effect on the IMDb page indicates that the uh, burger place where Billy goes is in Canada. Okay, because <laughs> we thought we heard um, a sorry, like a a sorry, sorry, sorry. So okay, good, good to know. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, we also find that Tom's friend is 
stalking oh Xavier? bug tom's friend's name is bug bug so bug helps billy find zane and bug also tells all the local news where zane is um he makes a bunch of money off the deal so bug's a real piece of shit um so yeah a bunch of news trucks get to zane's house mm-hmm Jeanette just beats them there barely and is like, I didn't say anything. You gotta believe me. I didn't say anything. No, did you hear what one of the news people asked ask uh, Jeanette? Oh, that's right. Why did you ruin his music career or something like that? How does it feel to ruin music? That's right. How does it feel to ruin music? What an insane statement. As if Zane is the only music in this world. Mm-hmm. It's like that one movie where uh, the one guy goes is in a reality where the Beatles were never in mm-hmm. a thing. Yes, <laughs> so just... yes, yes, yes. Um, so Zane asked her to come with him to run away, basically, oh, that's right. to the yeah, city, yeah, yeah. and to go with uh, to have her and Quinn come with him. But I think he really just wants Quinn to come. That's right. Yeah, he just he's really in love with that little girl. Not, not in like in a, a weird way. not in a weird way, but like in a cute way. Um, so yeah. Oh, we also forgot to mention all of these, like, uh, intercuts of, like, the two newswomen, the, like, Oh, that's right, the Entertainment Tonight-style news cuts of these women who are just, like... Like, the, the simple, they call her the simple, small-town, single mom. Yeah, and they're like, what does she have that we don't? <laughs> I'd kill to change places with her. <laughs> Like they're so weird. psychotic. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of the women in this are psychotic. Mm-hmm. So yes, uh, Zane goes and pleads with Jeanette, like every millionaire rock star would do. Pleads with this woman to like be in her life. That he's known for three days. Yeah, he he wants nothing more than to spend the rest of his life starting a family with her, and he says. I'm not going to give up on you. And then this is the coldest line in the movie is Jeanette mm-hmm. says, you're right. You won't. I am. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Well, how long do you think they've known each other? It's been like maybe four days, three, four right. days. Yeah. Okay. okay. I, I'm like always like, is it just three days of them knowing each other? This is all these movies where it's like uh a lifetime romance that happens over the span of three days. It makes the, the Bachelorette look like a normal life. Plausible. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Zane, heartbroken, decides to go back with his brother Billy to the city. Um, but Billy... Go to his concert that if oh, that's he right. has to go to. That's right, to the concert. But Billy sees that his brother's not happy. And so Billy... Here's the thing. I related more to Billy as a character than I did to Zane, where I was just like, Billy's a good person, a nice guy. He's just trying to do the right things, but everybody treats him like he's some corporate piece of shit because he's looking after his brother. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we go to the Christmas concert, the one in this small town. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love, Jolene tells him, remember, this is all for Jesus, so don't fuck up. Yeah. Which is my favorite line. Um, I, I I gotta say, Deanna Carter, delightful in this movie. Oh, she, yeah, very good. Again, it's whoever these B-level actors are that are in the movie, 
Like the ones that they bring in for kind of not stunt casting, but to have some kind of name in there. They deliver, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, oh, we also see a soundtrack of this woman who's singing, We Wish You Merry Christmas. At soundtrack, At she soundtrack. sings, We Wish You a Merry Christmas. And then she sings a different song later. Yeah. And also, who is she? I don't know. How many characters do we meet that were like, who are you? Well, she is never given a name, but she is given prominent times singing two different Christmas songs. Well, I wonder if she's like a famous... Well, not, you know, like a country singer. We just, you might have country dumb uh, dumb head and don't know, like, that these are actual country singers. Uh, maybe it's, yeah, it looks like this one. Kelsey Lamb? Yeah, I think that's the singer. Yeah, she doesn't do nothing, man. Well, you'd have to look on, like, like, oh, Google her. So she sings Deck the Halls and We Wish You a Merry Christmas. Those are the two songs that she sings. But, like, Google her name. Like, see if she's, like, a singer. Alright, hold on one second. This is important. She's good. She is a music artist. Okay. Um, okay, so I found the about for her on Google. And it says, Kelsey Lamb is a singer-songwriter who is dedicated to making her own identity in the music world. Oh, no. She gives me Gwen Stefani vibes, but Lamb appears to not be channeling her, but trying to find herself, which is appreciated. Who wrote that? Um, I, somebody. Just some, someone's opinion about her? Yeah, someone's opinion okay. of Kelsey Lamb. Great. Um. So yes, she sings her song, uh, gets the fuck off the stage, and then Jolene says that everyone's been asking her if she's going to sing at this Christmas pageant, and she says no way, but she decides to change her mind because she's got a very special friend who's agreed to come and sing with her, and it's Zane! Of course it is. And he shows up with the dopest bolo tie. I... <laughs> I love his bullet. Um, what? No, you you totally missed the part that there's like a fake audience. That's right. Yeah, they yeah. Part yeah. this audience. So when Kelsey Lamb finishes her rendition of "We Wish You a Merry Christmas," um, it sounds like a hundred people are there. the arena from the opening of the movie <laughs> yeah. is applauding for her, but then you cut to the audience and there's. 25 people who are politely clapping and this includes all of the extras that we've seen before in the diner oh, yeah you, we, we have the whole tom uh, uh storyline wrap-up where his friend got a she's all that makeover oh that's right the girl so this whole time it's been a threesome of tom bug and then this girl who's there and they're like hanging out and then at the end, the girl is like, hey, Tom, and she's do you want to come sit with me? She's all glammed up. And he's like, yeah. okay, I'm okay now. Yeah, he's like, oh, you have titties. Uh, we also have Nana Sue's in the, in the front row. Her hair looks fucked up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then uh, Jeanette goes to sit in the front with Nana Sue's and her daughter. And, and sweet Sweet Charlie. Sweet Charlie. And they are having a full volume co- uh, conversation in the front row 
during the concert that has started already. And I want that man from Christmas Catch to just go, <laughs> hey, so she could go in another room. That's right. They have a much longer conversation than you would want, especially if they're in the front row and Kelsey Lamb is delivering. She's doing great. You know, I think it's We Wish You a Merry Christmas or mm-hmm. Deck the Halls. Or Deck the Halls, yeah. She's delivering Deck the Halls. She's decking those halls. Oh, so then Jolene comes and introduces Zane, who doesn't sing right away, who goes off the stage to go talk to Jeanette. And I thought for a second he was going to propose. Oh, yeah. But no, just says, I love you. I Wait, love insane. you. It is insane. In all of these movies so Christmas far. Christmas Inheritance, I love you. They dropped the I love you after like three or four days. I, it was it was crazy. Uh, and then and then what does Jolene and Zane sing? Oh, yes. You guys. Silent, Silent night. night. It was so beautiful. Oh, yeah. It was great. I mean, in the, I think Zane maybe sang a couple lines, strummed two chords and then stopped again he sang it better in the opening part than he did with deanna carter which hey are you doing a country accent on purpose no just just talking about country makes me feel country um he i think he did sing better in the opening than he did in the duet Mm mm-hmm I don't know what that is. If Deanna Carter's like, he's not going to out-sing me. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This actor boy isn't going to out-sing the, the singer of Strawberry Wine. Oh, can you Google the actor boy see if he has a singing career? If he uh, has a Spotify? I don't think so, man. You'd be surprised. Grayson. What is his name? Grayson. Oh, with a T? Yeah. No, no Spotify. No, no Spotify. Oh, there is a... People ask, is Grayson Holt a singer? Oh. He's also a musician playing guitar and singing in a rock slash blues band. Oh. Oh, boy. He's like a Bruce Willis. That's the first person you think of when you think of blues? Well, just actors that sing in shitty blues bands we type thing. I don't know if it's a shitty band. Or uh, Billy Bob Thornton. You would think he's the oldest of actors. Or Kevin Bacon. Oh, gosh. Okay, so, um, yeah, and then we, we found out that there's two other movies which aren't on Netflix. No. There's, so we will never see them. They seem to follow a pattern, because it's the same thing with um, uh, Christmas with a View, where there were two other Christmas with a View movies, too. And they're usually like... Wait, what? Yeah. Really? Or wait, am I thinking of a different franchise? But there are other ones that have the same kind of setup of, you know, the first one, and then there's a wedding, and then there's a baby. Like, that is... No, Princess Prince. Yeah. Christmas Prince is Christmas Prince, Christmas Wedding, and then it's not... Is it baby? The third one might be baby. Yeah. But that's the, that is the kind Prince of pattern that they yeah. follow with these movies. Well, it's the first comes love, there com- then comes marriage, then comes a baby in a baby carriage. Oh, that's right. It's what it's what little girls are told happens. 
First comes love, then comes marriage, then comes a baby, and the baby carriage. Is that not what little boys are told when they're little? Well, I mean, I think we've all heard that same nursery rhyme. Um, but yeah, that's it. Then the movie just ends. Right? No blooper reel. No blooper reel. Real disappointing. Um, but basically, yeah, Jeanette now her life is set. And I, I kind of want to read just and know what happens to them in the other movies. Mm. Just, I just do want to know, like. I want to read a Christmas Cinderella or a Country Cinderella, because I want to see. Oh, you want to read the Harlequin version? I want to read the Harlequin versions of these things and see what's happening. Do you think it'd be like sexier? I think so. There's because, definitely sex in that one. Because these are all like rated G films. Yeah, Harlequin is not rated G. Yeah, rated more like rated more like G. That makes me horny. Oh no. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so out of five uh, vases. Oh, that's good. What I was gonna go with vases too. Uh, it was good because that was also your idea. Yeah. Uh, out of five vases. What would you give it? Give it a solid three out of five. It's it's a solid yeah. Christmas romance movie. It's not going to like alter perceptions, but apparently it was good enough to garner two sequels. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to think what I gave Christmas. With a um, view? What did I give Christmas with a view? Probably like two or three. I'm going to say three and a half. Okay. Because it's not as good as. Uh, catch. Catch. Which I gave four, but it's not, and I don't think it's as good as Christmas Inheritance, but it is definitely better than Christmas with a View. Yeah, I think so. Um, I'm going to have to do like a power ranking at the end of this. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll do a power ranking. We'll do, um, we'll actually put together the bingo board. Oh, so that I'm everyone working can, on it. Oh, you are you? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I'm excited for that. Um. But yeah, that's it. Tomorrow's episode will mark the halfway point <sighs> of the twelve days of Flixmas. Yeah, I think I think we're gonna have to do. I think I, I want to do that one that's like it takes two, but with uh, Christmas. Ah, uh, yes, it's the Christmas switch, but not the Christmas switch. Yeah, there's a lot of these like Netflix movies that are like very similar to other Netflix movies, but not as like. Because the it's not like the Princess Switch, it's mm-hmm. like the next tier down. Yeah. I'm excited for that. Yeah. yeah. We'll definitely hit that one up. Alright. I think it also has some kind of a country style uh title. Is that Hometown Christmas? No, Hometown no. Holiday was the one that we oh, started to watch and then, then it starts on New Year's. It literally was like Christmas is over and now it's New Year's. So we had to back out, you guys. I know. Yeah. Real letdown. All right. Well, see you guys tomorrow for the halfway point. And until then. Merry Flixmas. And happy viewing. Goodbye. Bye. For your last good night.